Well, I think this week the uh, dominant news theme here in Brisbane has been the uh, the murder committed on uh, Violene White, the grandmother out at Red Bank. And there's all sorts of, you know, people saying, oh, this should happen, that should happen, or oh, take it easy and all the rest of it. Well, I'll tell you a bloke who's got buy-in because, well, Ben from Redcliffe, how are you again, mate? Hey, mate, how you doing? Can you remind everyone of your story and we'll talk from there? Uh, so on the 13th of March uh, 2020, uh, my son Angus Beaumont was murdered by two 14-year-old juvenile offenders who are both out on bail for other violent crimes under the Labor Youth Justice Act. Um, since then, they've been found guilty, both of them once in the trial. Uh, they've appealed that, uh, went to retrial. The first offender who killed my son was found guilty again. Um, the second offender was found guilty of manslaughter because he didn't actually do it. But, I mean, they ganged up. It was two on one. Um, and now they've, it's um, going to sentencing it halfway through this month. And, again, they've appealed their sentences both again. All and right. both pleaded not guilty, I'm led to believe, is what I read, Ben. Is that correct? That's correct, even though it was caught on CCTV and multiple witnesses and evidence. And, I mean, so, they high-fived high each other after they yeah. killed my son. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, a joke. We're now coming up to the four-year anniversary of this, and you still haven't yeah. got a resolution. No, that's correct. So where does the problem lie, Ben? You know, we've got police saying their hands are tied. Uh, We've got the magistrates who are looking to be lenient. The system is broken. The government can only do so much. Uh, What what do you, having endured it and been through it and still going through it all of these years later, which costs time and money, as we know, plus the emotional attachment that you have to this, you can't move on from your son's death and grieve properly, what would you like to see happen and where do you think the, the biggest problem lies within this? Look, to be honest, all these murders and attacks um, and killings by juveniles um, all lies on the heads of the Labor state government because it's called the Labor Youth Justice Act. They made that act and now they're responsible for all these happenings. Um, if you're going to have violent repeat offenders on our streets, that's wrong for the community and the taxpayers and everyone who wants to be safe in the community. Um, I mean, once you're a violent repeat offender, it should be no bail. No bail and you're immediately remanded until your sentence. None of this, I'll let you out because you've only done 14 robberies. Um, and there's no such thing in my eyes as an adult crime. If you're going to get a, a knife or a gun or a weapon and attack and murder somebody or, or rob them, you know exactly what you're doing. None of this, oh, he doesn't have the co- cognitive ability, he's only 14, 15, 16. If they know that they can get a weapon and take something off somebody, they know exactly what they're doing. But even if that's true, Ben, even if they didn't know what they were doing, if we had a a lion walking around the city killing people, we wouldn't say, oh, it doesn't know what it's doing, just let it go. We animal. would take it away and exactly. we'd put it somewhere to exactly. keep it safe. Ben, no, they would so put we, it down. They would yeah, put it down. So, Benny, while all this is going on, these kids that killed your son, yes. where, what are they doing? Where, where, where are, are they? they? They're out on bail, are obviously. They, no. They're at home. No, they? Well, well, they got, they well, they got bail. Both of them got bail on the first, the first initial trial before the trial yeah. one was picked up three weeks later he did a home invasion in o'connell street yeah it was all over the news he hit a woman with a hammer that was three weeks after that was the murder oh, of angus whoa. all right and then the night the night before court we're sitting in court on the monday the night before court the other criminal <clears throat> the second offender did a violent robbery and got an audi and and it's and went up the m1 at multiple speeds on the opposite side of the road they all got pulled over he was the driver 
Oh. Uh, got caught with stolen property, weapons, drugs, the whole lot. And he was in the same clothes he was arrested in the night before oh. under the courthouse wow. awaiting to go to trial. Madness. The so, trial was put off because he had to get clothes because he didn't, didn't want to look like a you know red shoe wearing a little crim. So there obviously needs the there needs oh. to be a review of the bail laws, obviously because in there this, need, there this... needs to be what well, look you know we've got we've got parole boards for adults. There is no parole boards for children. Children have their their set time and they're out. That's it. Whether they're rehabilitated or not. So as far as I know, that when they're in juvenile detention, unless they're convicted of their crime, they're not actually entitled to do these rehabilitation programs. It's only once they're convicted, they're entitled to do these programs. So they're all sitting in there now, in there for four years, and there's no rehabilitation from But they'll get bail, and then they'll get out on their time served, you know, but they've got no rehabilitation. There's no assessment criteria for that either. Our government doesn't seem to want to listen to victims of crime. Here's your opportunity. Let's say Stephen Miles, one of his assistants, will go, oh, you should hear what this... Ben from Redcliffe, or you know, he's Angus's dad. What would you say to Stephen Miles if you got the chance? I think it would be a waste of time, to be honest, Marlo. Hey. We sat down and talked to um, Shannon Fensman, who was at the time in charge of the youth justice laws, yeah. and she had no idea that there was even, not even a parole board yeah. for juveniles. She, she was hopelessly lost in that position because right. the portfolio that these politicians have, they're not qualified for it. Why can't we have qualified people in these portfolios instead of ex-lawyers and ex-teachers Thank you. in these roles governing governing Australian healthcare and that sort of stuff? I mean, Yvette Darth is the main, is one of the main people. Her and Di Farmer created these watered-down laws and, and they're responsible for all these for everything which is going on with the youth justice system, yet they keep shuffling through the system and now look at the healthcare. How, how doomed is that now? I mean, it's just one pathetic creature after another through the system. Are you all right, Ben? You and your wife? No. No, no this, you're not. This, um, this rips families apart. I know. It does. So it does. So. It's not just the victim. Well, the victim's gone. You know, their life is destroyed. But they, it, these criminals are destroying families all around all around Queensland. They're just destroying them with no no regards to because there's no real penalty. You know, for a 10-year sentence, which you're only technically going to serve 50%, um, it's ridiculous. What about a life sentence for a life taken? How about that? And to, to think that this, in four weeks, will be four years and still no resolution, no closure uh, for your family, Ben. I'm so sorry. Thanks, Margaret. It's not good enough. Go ben, your words this morning might change things, mate. Oh, look, we've, mar- we've marched the parliament, we've gone, we've put petitions up, we've got a site called StockQueenslandYouthCrime.com, we've got Justice for Angus page on, on Facebook, we've done a lot and everybody wants to help, but like they said, what can we do? And it's all I can say to my conclusion of everything that I've learned throughout this whole system is that the Labor Youth Justice Act is to blame. And it's Labor who has caused all of this with these juvenile offenders, and they need to go. It's quite simple. They need a change in government to change for the safety of Queenslanders. So, and when I heard about that poor grandmother, yeah. I thought, "Wow, what's the odds? It's going to be a 15, 16 year old little criminal." Yeah. And I'd like to know. I'd like to know their their past history and why they were on the streets. I mean. Stabbing someone to death is not a debut crime for these criminals, you know. It's just heartbreaking. I had to call in because I thought, you know, simply that family doesn't know exactly what they're going through, unfortunately. Well, I think your point of the bail laws needing to be changed is absolutely prevalent in in this situation as well, Ben, because he was out um, on bail with previous charges of armed robbery, etc. So he was known known to police. So I think those bail laws is definitely something that we, um, you know, need to keep pushing for and need to make change. I really think they need to scrap the youth justice laws altogether and put it, you do a crime, here's your penalty. 
quite simple. You do it. There's no such thing as an adult crime. Like, I mean, if you're 15 and you go and stab somebody, well, that's it. You stab somebody straight to Arthur Gorey and you can await adult prison. Yeah. It's a joke. Every One. parent now feels for you, Ben. That is, you've gone through hell, mate. So thanks for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thoughts 04 84 10 1045. That's the burner phone. Let us know what you think. Triple M.